John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio, it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars and Venus, that's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. Post-Christmas episode, the last episode of the year, episode 28, and we have a guest. Hello, John. Hey, Kevin. John, you're not our guest. No, I'm not. Should I let you introduce our guest because it should totally be me to do it? Uh, sure, yeah. We've got Kevin's sister, Erica. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if it's older or younger, but... Older. Hey, what's Yes, up? my big sis, Erica. Maybe we should do a quiz on, on how much John knows about you, but that's a little too last minute for that. <laughs> yeah, my sister, <laughs> my sister, Erica. Erica is... Um, she's been my sister my entire life. And I'm very grateful for that. She's here for a very special reason because it is the new year episode. And typically what we do is for holidays is we do a, the holiday history. And then we do a, Mm -hmm. what I, what we call the fun (laughs) quiz. And instead of me making the fun quiz, because my birthday is on new year's day, my sister Erica has created a quiz about, uh, what, what, how would you describe the quiz that you made for me, Erica? About Kevin's birthdays. <laughs> yeah, Kevin birthday history. I'll tease a little that Erica um, has experienced a lot of my birthdays, especially before you know eighteen and before. But even as an adult, we've been we've been close for uh, most of our adult life, pretty much all of our adult life, like post college. And so Erica's been a big part of a lot of the celebrations, including planning several of my, at least one of my parties, a, a big one. And um, so she seemed like the perfect person to have come on and uh, and quiz quiz John. On my birthdays. <laughs> and who knows, maybe there'll be a little bit of roasting of Kevin, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, regardless, I think, regardless of the questions have that, I think there will be. <laughs> this will be yeah. a good teaming up so, of people. So, to so you got any me. juicy stories, Erica? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how this goes. Feel free to roast away. And, John, you had a good suggestion about your quiz what, what, that we talked about in the pre-show. Um, yeah, so we're going to do something a little different in that you know, we do have a guest who is asking questions, but we decided maybe she can answer questions as well. So Kevin and Erica will both be answering the New Year's questions. So it's kind of two on one. Yeah, you'll see my lack of genius for sure. <laughs> yeah, we like to give people an opportunity to prove just how much genius they lack in a public way, in a very public <laughs> way. Tidy up before we go, go any further with the show, show. Tidy up. Before we go, go, fix our mistakes tonight. I want to get it right. Tidy up. Tidy up time. Um, You know, we did, I'm just going to throw a little bit of a curveball because we did discuss a few things that we were going to tidy up, but it mm-hmm. is, I think it is worth noting that this is uh, our post-Christmas episode and uh, how how was Christmas for everyone, for the two people here that can hear my voice right now? Uh, it was pretty good here. Yeah? Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a really nice Christmas. Had fun with my little baby Calvin. Yeah. He's not so much a baby anymore. He's three. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but seeing him as his uncle and seeing the three, I mean, that's what Christmas is all about. Everyone's been saying, like, it's, oh my gosh, to see it through his eyes is unbelievable. It's so cute. 
Oh, John and I exchange gifts, by the way, and I feel we like did. that's a good thing for a tidy up section. John is actually wearing his gift right now, so if you're on the live stream that we, we do live stream every time we record, you can see it. What does your shirt say, John? Uh, it says Detroit Mechanics, <laughs> which if you're a listener of the podcast for a while... <laughs> You'll get that reference. Yeah, they are our, our favorite AUDL, American Ultimate Disc League team, yep. who we who we pick on, but we also love and hope to be on the Detroit Mechanics someday. So, yeah, I sent that over to him, and John got me. We, it's funny we both got each other frisbee related gifts because right. he got me um, the game Can Jam. If you're not familiar with that, it's these little cans that you throw a frisbee at and you try to hit it in, and it's it's a lot of fun. And we played on Christmas. It was fun. I brought it up for my Good. family's Christmas. So, uh, Merry Christmas, John. Thank you for that. No, yeah, no problem. I'm going to hog the mic a little more for a moment because I'm going to, I didn't tell John about this and I didn't tell Erica about this, but I wrote what I'm calling a post Christmas song. I was very, okay. I was very moved by my Christmas. I had a great time. I received some gifts that I absolutely loved and oh. I got home on Christmas day and I had a song idea in my head and I wrote it and I wrote it real quick and then I produced it last night. And if you guys will let me, I have it loaded up and I want to hit play on it. Would you guys mind? Yeah, no, go ahead. I'd love to hear it. So without further ado, this is the post-Christmas song. I got a vacuum for Christmas and it sucks. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give that one a second. Let me guess, you got a vacuum for Christmas. I got a vacuum for Christmas! And John, you'd be so proud of me because on Christmas Day, I only made one joke about how much it sucks. Only one. Yeah. And then I turned yeah. it into a whole song and created this whole moment, and now I've ruined that right. streak. But <laughs> I am, I am, I'm going to be honest, I'm really proud of that one. I'm really proud of that one. You, you really rolled with that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, sh I, I took it and I ran, man. I took it and I ran. Um, we do have a real life like shout out we want to give and a thank you in our tidy mm -hmm. up. You want to you want to take the reins on it, John? Uh, yeah. So you know we had Jeff on a while back. Now you know he talked about our new logo, which is fantastic. Then he came on and quizzed us about logging as a Christmas gift to us, unknowing from us that he was doing this. He had a bunch of stickers made. Yes. So, if you're on the live stream, you can see it right yeah. now. You know, it's, it's just our logo, but I mean, these feel really nice. Like they're vi yeah. like they feel like vinyl stickers. He spent the big bucks then. He didn't he, he didn't did. go for the cheapies. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I expect something will be done with those in the future. So, yeah. yes. And we'll give a big thank you to Jeff. That's again, Jeff McAvoy, who, yeah, as, as John said, designed our logo. You can follow him, Jeff A. McAvoy on Instagram. He's not doing yep. these things just to get shout outs on our on our podcast. I swear he's a good dude with a big heart and that was such a nice gift for us. Uh, by the way, the mm -hmm. logging episode that he did inspired me to get my three-year-old nephew Calvin a logging truck toy with little logs and a little grabber that you can, and he loved it. So I'm telling you, logging toys are going to be the big hit in 20, Christmas 2022. Black Friday is going to be nuts for these logging toys. It's time to take a quiz or two Like a genius podcast doing this for you You may fail, but it ain't no lie Baby, it's quiz time Don't really want this quiz to be tough I just want to pass one because I failed enough It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie Baby, it's quiz time With special guest quizzer, Erica Schatz Hey! Hey! 
can I just say really quick too, like um, because I'm a busy mom, I listen to my podcast at like 1.5 speed. So I'm used to your songs being all uppity. <laughs> Hearing them live right now at real speed, it feels so slow. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. And you know what? You, pro- you sharing that is very cool because you probably hit on something that a lot of people probably do. I don't do that. I didn't think to do that, but in a world where you need all the time you can, yeah, you hit that one. <laughs> so what, what, what you need to do is just slow it down by half. Yes. So then that way when she listens to it, it's normal speed. Yeah, Eric. Yes. Oh, I get it. Yes. So <laughs> you, we're gonna we're gonna accommodate everything for my for Erica me. specifically mm-hmm. by playing our songs at what are we we're speeding it up by half, right? Is that what we're doing? You're no, we're slowing it, it down, down, down so half. that she hears it in real time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or we just we just never have Erica on as a guest again, and then we won't have to deal with this problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so my sister Erica has been nice enough to create a quiz about birthdays past of mine mm-hmm. because my birthday is on New Year's Day, and John is quizzing us and teaching us a little something about New Year's history, and we are going to be polite and let our our guests ask the first question. So Erica is just quizzing John specifically, and John mm-hmm. is quizzing both shot siblings, Erica and myself. All right. So first question, how many children under the age of five was my mom responsible for at the moment she went into labor with Kevin? (laughs) Three, four, five, or six? Hmm. Well, I mean, I know you're older and I know you guys have a brother. Yes. Or do we? Or do we? Yeah, we do. (laughs) And is the brother older? I don't remember. Mm. I know it's been said, but I don't remember. I'll let Erica decide what she does and doesn't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can know he's um, he's in between us. <laughs> okay, I am the so. baby. Yeah, Erica's the yeah. oldest, and Robert is uh, is in the middle. The brother you've had your entire life. Yeah, I've also had him my <laughs> yeah. entire my entire life. He's existed. But, so. but but here's the thing: you are not the brother they've had their entire lives. Exactly, Erica. Nope. I, that's a statement I can say, but Erica can't. I cannot. I lived a good, what, three, four years without you. And it was miraculous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I popped up on uh, on New Year's Day. And and we're trying to figure out how many little toddlers my mom was accountable for at that time when I ruined your life. Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, four. All right, you're locking in four. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, you, you've listened enough. You can be like, you locking in, you say, you locking in four, John? (laughs) You locking in four? (laughs) Yep, and then and then you let us know if it's correct or not. Oh no! Yes, it is. It is correct. I was like, "What are you talking about?" How about I not do this? Okay. Part? How about I do this part, and then you and then you, you explain. <laughs> John, you guessed right. Yay! Well, so, I figured so, it was your your brother and sister, and then maybe like two cousins. Oh my gosh, John! Ah, Bonus points. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my cousins Marissa and Monica, who are about my age, were over because their parents were out having fun on New Year's. So, I guess the story is the two of them miss their mom so much, and we're just crying, and we're handfuls. And um, as soon as my mom got them to go to sleep, that's when she went into labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. The long-running family joke is that I heard how much fun everyone was having from all the screaming my cousins were doing, and I was like, I want out. <laughs> John, good job, man. You're one for one. So let's see. Uh, so Eric and I are both going to be quizzed on New Year's history here. Mm-hmm. You, ready, you ready to yeah. get us going? So was January 1st always the start of the new year? Yes or no? 
Wow. In America? Yeah, yeah. Like within our culture? No, just, just any just in any general. in the world's history. Yeah. I know not much. You know not much about this. <laughs> I know not much about yeah, our calendars like isn't there like an Aztec calendar? I don't know. Mm, um mm-hmm. I got a Spice Girls calendar for Christmas that I got myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I got it for a white elephant and and then when the person opened it, I I stole it from them. <laughs> I stole my own gift. Spice Girls calendar and, and he, a new kids on the block ornament. That's what he stole it for. He was like, I really want that ornament. I really wanted the new kids on the block ornament. That's what I did it for. And now I have a Spice Girls calendar that I got to put up somewhere. The Spice Girls calendar does say January 1st. Do you know what you're going to choose, Erica? I know what I'm going to choose. I know what I'm going to choose. Okay. Yeah. What are you choosing? I'm going with yes. I just feel like, yeah, sure. I'm going to say no then. All right. So, uh, John, what do we got? Kevin. Yes. Erica. Oh, Erica. So the answer is no. Uh, It was not always January 1st. From what I've been reading, you know, there's the Gregorian uh, calendar, which is kind of what we use now with the 12 months and, and everything like that. Before that was the Julian calendar. So the day changed. It changed throughout history, even within European culture, Roman culture. It's been different throughout the ages, so. Okay. Fun fact. Fun fact of the day. January 1st was not always the start of the year. But it is now. It is now. It's all we know. I don't know (laughs) if that'll ever change, but we'll see. In Western culture. In Western culture, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank you. All right, Erica, as a total update, uh, John and I are both one for one. Erica's 0 for 1, but uh, you you get to ask the next birthday question. All right. So why did Kevin have a sweet 16 party? (laughs) Because our mom always said she wanted him to be a girl. For bragging rights that he wasn't the only boy in school to have a... No, for bragging rights that he was the only boy in school to have a sweet 16. Because I didn't have one. Because Will Smith threw one for himself in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, I, I could see number one being true, but not as to the reason why... You had the Sweet 16 party. That was the one that says, because my mom always wanted me to be a girl. Right. I could see number two and four pretty clearly being reasons. Two is for bragging rights that I was the only boy in school to have a Sweet 16. Or because Will Smith threw one on Fresh Prince. I mean, (laughs) we both grew up on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We did. We did. Or I guess all three of us did. Yeah. I don't know. Is is Erica one to want to experience things she didn't get to have through you, Kevin? Interesting. So you're talking about the third, the third option, right? Now, because Erica didn't get one. I'm hearing an argument for each answer at this point. Right. I'm in, I'm impressed with these with these options. You did a good job, right? Erica. No, they are very good. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I honestly don't remember if Will Smith threw one on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah. It, it would be funny if he busted out his DVD collection of Fresh Prince and he's like, <laughs> I know for a I, fact. I don't, I, don't, I don't even think we have to do, to do DVD. I think it's all on HBO now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, I'm gonna go out with uh, bragging rights, though. That you you would be the only one to have done that for bragging rights. That I'd be the only boy in yep. school to have a sweet 16, John. That is incorrect. Oh, sorry. What do we got, Erica? What is it? So the real reason was because. I myself didn't have a sweet 16 party. Kevin was like, well, I'm going to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, so it wasn't even so I could live vicariously through him. It was just to like show me up. Uh, it, w- it wasn't even in the sweet way that John outlined it. <laughs> right when you said that, I was like, oh, man, I'm a bad. 
<laughs> and it is funny looking back because like Eric and I are very close now and we get along yeah. very well. But as a at growing up, my brother and I are 13 months apart. And even though we were the younger siblings, we we tormented Erica just because, you know, just because we were <laughs> yeah, two boy, we ganged up on her a lot. There's certain regrets that I have. About, and I don't think I was ever, you know, insanely mean to my sister, but she definitely no. would be like the butt of a joke a lot for me. And I, for that, I do, I, <laughs> I do apologize. And I think I've, I think I hopefully have made up for it and being a, a good sibling as an adult. But that was very totally. much like, Erica so. didn't get a sweet 16, so I'm going to have one. And all we did was we put up a sign that said, happy sweet 16, Kevin, which <laughs> yeah. is, and then, and then we had like a slumber party. I had friends over and it was, it was a lot of fun. But what's funny about that sign, I don't know if you remember this, Erica, maybe not because you were already out of the house. We, uh-huh. we kept that sign up for like four or five years or maybe more and just put a number over it every year. Yes. So we'd, we'd cross out 16 <laughs> and put 17 and then we'd put 18 over it. And uh-huh. I, it was up for a while. <laughs> I do remember seeing that, like coming it's, home and seeing that with the numbers. All right, John, one for two on uh, yep. Kevin's birthday quiz. And Eric and I are going to see how we do. I'm one for one. She's 0 for one on New Year's. Let's see what number two brings. So, you know, the first question I was asking, when did January 1st kind of become... The, the beginning of the new year. But what, or in which century did the majority of Europe switch to using January 1st as the beginning of the new year? Oh, man. The 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th century? Erica, how are you with history? Because I, I'm terrible. I was never, oh. history was never my thing. No, I'm with you. Like, every time you talk about history and you're like, I have no idea, like, where in time this was. <laughs> like, that's me too. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened in the 1600s versus the 1700s. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awful, but like, I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way to hold it. Yeah. Eric and I are pretty similar. We have, we, we definitely have different areas of strength. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're, I think we're more like than like my other sibling is to, and he would, he would say the same. Yeah. He knows that it's not a, it's yeah. not a knock on him. And I think neither of us are really good at holding on to like random facts and being able to point back to them or quoting movies. That's not a skill that that we have. Um, so I think that uh-uh. kind of all relates. But it, so I don't. I have no idea what was going. This is this is much like the first question for you, John, where I'm just going to pick one. Mm-hmm. I, I know which I know which one okay. I'm going to pick. Because if it's the fifth. 15th century, that means it's the 1600s, right? No, yeah, 1400s. No. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's the other 1400s. way. Subtract the number. I would have said the same thing. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me, let me figure out what I, I got to math this for me. All right. <laughs> if, it's, it. if it's the 16th century, it's the 1500s. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want. I, I'm going with 16th and I just got to blurt it out. Otherwise I'll forget. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I chose the same one. So you won't be able to catch me with this, but yeah, I chose 16th also. How did we do? <laughs> Hey, we both got it. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, it was, you know, the 16th century or also the 1500s uh, is when the majority of Europe accepted January 1st as the beginning of the new year. Uh, before that, you know, a lot of places used December 25th, uh, March 25th in honor of Lady mm. Day or the Feast of the Annunciation, the date of the conception of Jesus. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. I, I knew that. I knew that fact from you, John. You taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> and the, some some also used uh, the Feast of Easter, you know, which moves around. But it wasn't always the same day of the year either, dependent on whatever they were going off of. So then sometime in the 1500s, that's when they finally said yeah. January 1st, you're in. Yeah, yeah and that was also... Part of why I think they chose January 1st, you know, because of Christianity was because that is the feast of the circumcision. 
Mm, that sounds delicious. Because evidently, <laughs> right? Because in Jewish culture, from my understanding, they circumcise eight days after birth or seven, seven or eight days after birth, which would be January 1st. In the pre-show, we were talking about um, how maybe there'll be some roasting of Erica, and I, I feel like I'm setting up a volleyball right now. Is there any? Uh, this is a weird thing to ask my sister. Yes, I promise it's a I good know. story. But you, you know what I'm I getting at, right? I know what you're going. I already you know want, what you're getting at. You want to tell this story? Yeah, yeah. Kevin and his best friend Danny were hanging out at my apartment, you know, in the college days, and we're having fun. And come to find out, they didn't know whether or not they were circumcised. We had no clue. <laughs> We they were, didn't know what it what what that meant or what it was, and we were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, we were 18, 19, 18 and nineteen years old, and and my brother. Did you and, go googling? And my friend Danny, and this was before smartphones. Kind so, of before, so, mm-hmm. but what's, right. but you're exactly right. We got on Erica's old on uh, my computer. Mac computer, the purple, the, <laughs> the purple, purple one. one. We googled some images that were are not NSFW, not safe for work, <laughs> and we were like, "Mine looks like that. I'm circumcised. What?" I, I thought that was only something Jewish people did. I yeah. had no context for what circumcised right. and non-circumcised meant. So that was, I learned yeah. at the tender ripe age of 18 or 19 years old. They were cracking us up. They're like, but we're not Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny kept saying, am I Jewish? What does this mean? It was, a, it was a very confusing time for us. All right. Are we ready for number three on my birthday fun where we're all yep. one for two currently, right? No, I'm two for two. Uh, oh. You're two for two. Nice, nice. And you, you two are one for two. All right. All right. All Kevin's right. birthday, number three, Erica. Kevin's birthday, number three. A member of which boy band wished Kevin a happy birthday on his 18th birthday? 98 Degrees, O-Town, LFO, Backstreet Boys. Hmm. I think it's kind of telling that she didn't put in sync on. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> which makes me think maybe it's either O-Town or LFO. Are, are you familiar uh, with all four of these boy bands? O-Town is probably my least familiar. Do you, you at least recognize the name? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I okay, know the gotcha. names. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. that's more what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> 98 Degrees, O-Town, LFO, or Backstreet Boys? I mean, LFO had the, the song Summer Girls, right? Girls of the Sun. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is a pr- yeah. That's a pretty good song, man. <laughs> it is. It's catchy. <laughs> it is It is a very Abercrombie like it, and Fitch. It occasionally just pops into my head. Every time I see an Abercrombie and Fitch store, that's what goes it comes in my head. To mind. <laughs> yeah. Or like when somebody ends the sentence in a, with the word truck, my mind immediately goes, what, what? right dumps like a truck oh my gosh yeah that's something that's something now that's get that's gonna happen to me from now on (laughs) right like like without fail that is always what goes through my head we need a drop that says what what just to be ready for anytime somebody ends a sentence with truck (laughs) yes yes um i'm just gonna go with lfo because i i I figured it may not be one of the two or bigger ones you know 98 degrees and backstreet boys but LFO is still fairly big, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm guessing it happened at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. I like the right. thought process. LFO at Disneyland. You're locking it in. Uh yeah. That is incorrect on on oh. both fronts. You you are right that it happened at a, at a major event of sorts. I'll let Erica reveal the answer. <laughs> yeah, it was actually O Town. So O-Town. yeah, one of. <laughs> I was close. Yeah. You were close with no one. It's like not one of the bigger names, but yeah, still name. And um, we were, were you a chaperone too or just me? No, I was, I, I was still a youth. It was a church event. Yeah, because you were 17 and you turned yeah. 18. So we went to this, yeah, we went to this church event where I chaperoned to um, sleep out at the Pasadena Rose Parade. 
And so we slept out there and then got to have the floats go right by us. And so on one of those floats was O-Town. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we were just like yelling like, it's his birthday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then Kevin can tell like the guy, I don't remember the guy's name. He like pointed at Kevin and yeah, Yeah. you tell, you tell that part. Oh my God. It was the most glorious moment of my life. (laughs) Cause we like literally you sleep out on Colorado Boulevard where we Mm -hmm. hardly slept at all. We stayed up all night. It was, it was probably my most memorable birthday until my 30th, which I know we're going to get into it in a little bit later. But the context of this is that there was a, she was like a middle school girl at the church whose dad taught at a high school, I think in Rancho Cucamonga and had Trevor from O-Town as a student. So I already had a connection. I, for whatever reason at 17, 18 was somewhat jokingly obsessed with O-Town. Like that week, that was the thing that I realized made me fun. Oh, if I say I like this boy band, then people will laugh at it. So I was obsessed with O-Town and and uh, <laughs> wanted to be friends with Trevor because I had a connection to him. And then the float goes by and all five members of O-Town are on it and everybody knows that O-Town is my thing and they all start yelling to them, hey, it's his birthday. And they, they're pointing to me, yelling, we're screaming at the top of our lungs. Trevor turns around as it's passing and he looks and he's like, puts his hand to his ear like, what? What? And then we all together say, it's his birthday. <laughs> and I'll never forget because he points right at me, like very uh, direct and very deliberate and says, happy birthday. And he like <laughs> mouths it very clearly. And I, my, in my memory, I, ba- I basically faint. I just like, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I hold my hands to my heart. And it was, it was ever, we were all screaming. It was the most magical yeah. thing in the world. Trevor from, o- if Trevor from O-Town is listening to this, man, hit us up, follow lack of genius podcast and, uh, and we'll come be a guest on our show. Cause I freaking love you, man. Whenever I watch the Rose Bowl parade, I, I always mm. laugh at how bundled up people are. <laughs> oh, it was cold, but it's John. Freezing. It is so cold. We had how to cold? like sleep like sardines to stay warm. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. I know. We're babies out here. Yeah, I mean, it, it got up into the 60s today here, which is abnormal. But you actually mm. may be beating us. It's pretty cold. It is so. pretty. Co- it's 54 now, but it got up into the 60s. Let's see what so. it is. Yeah, what is it, Erica? Let's have a competition here. Let's see. Whoever's coldest gets a point. <laughs> it is 51. Oh, oh. we're colder. And it, wow. And it that's feels a- like 48. I'm also in Chino, so I'm in a different city than you. So you might be a few degrees warmer, Kev. That's but. true. I may be, I may actually be 54. I, I have 51. Mm, oh, we're tied. Okay, well, now Let's I got to look up look. mine. No, <laughs> uh, what is the current temperature? 50 degrees in Los Angeles, oh, California. You so win. I'm the coldest. It's the coldest here. <laughs> so extra point for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not really. So where, where are we at? I'm, uh, let's see, John, you're one for three now, right? Yeah. And then I'm two for two. Erica's one for two. So we, oh, we got a lot happening. Mm-hmm. We got a lot happening here. We do. Let's see how we do on number three for New Year's, New Year's history. Right. So in the last question, you know, I, I asked what century did the majority of Europe switch? And that was in the, you know, the 16th century, the 1500s. It took until the 1750s for England and its empire, mm. except for Scotland, to switch. So what day did England and its empire, except for Scotland, because they'd <laughs> already switched before, okay. uh, use as its new year until 1750? March 25th, January 13th, December 25th, or January 8th? I I actually really did remember the mar- right when you said March 25th, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the that's the conception day." What are you thinking, Erica? 
but that's kind of what I'm going with. I'm thinking, because I just learned about the Conception Day at your last podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, wow, I never really knew about that date. And it seems like it's very important. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with March 25th. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm torn. I I'm between March 25th and December 25th. I want to make things interesting in the quiz though. So I want to choose something <laughs> different than Erica. So I'm going to say December 25th. Kevin? Oh. Erica. Oh, yeah! wow. All right. Tied it up. 2 2 for 3 yep. for each of us. It, it was March 25th. Okay. Conception day. So that that January 13th was a day that was used uh in Wales and that is mainly because up until a certain point, some places still used the Julian calendar and some used the Gregorian calendar. And at one point in time, there was like an 11 or 12 day difference. And so some people using the Julian calendar still celebrated on January 13th. Oh, they actually did. So, that, so that's what the significance yeah. of that choice was, having it in there. Right. Okay. Wow. So what, what just happened? Uh, Eric and I are both two for three. John, you're one for three. So you're trying to tie us up here with the Mm -hmm. number four in the quiz that Erica made for us. Kevin's birthday quiz. You ready, Erica? You want to ask it? I am ready. All right. Number four. Ooh, this is a true or false. Here we go. True or false. Kevin's greatest hits were released on CD on his 30th birthday. I feel like I've heard this before. So I'm going to go with true. Locking in true, John. Yep. You have heard this before. That's correct. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Yeah. He actually, he didn't know that it was going to be released though. So yeah, we put them all together. I kind of just like pulled songs I could find off the, you know, wherever. (laughs) I mean, we really just pulled them everywhere and recorded a bunch of, bunch of them onto disc, made a cover. And then we also made him perform live in front of everyone (laughs) on his birthday too. (laughs) I, as I alluded to earlier, my 30th birthday definitely stands out to me as my my favorite birthday of all time, just because we'll get a little more into how they pulled this off, but they threw mm-hmm. a surprise birthday party for me, which is hard to do on on New Year's Day. My, you know, We usually celebrate right. on New Year's Eve, and usually mm-hmm. you know if there's a party because it's being planned. And when they brought me into the house, everyone was there. Um, the theme was, I think I could say the theme. Yeah. yeah. The, the theme was the future is now, because that was a joke that I always made. Like anytime <laughs> yeah. somebody like took a picture with their phone, I was like, your your phone takes pictures? Wow, the future is now. You know, we made it. So everybody dressed up as whatever interpretation of the future that they saw. And so my brother, he got a suit at the Goodwill for me and he painted it with silver fabric paint. So I had this like futuristic silver suit on. And as I walked around the house, uh, they were showing me everything that they had planned for me. And one of them was all these flyers were posted around the house that said, Kevin Schott's album release party performance tonight at 8 p.m. or whatever. And they made a little CD. And yeah, like Erica said, there were some that I had on like Bandcamp pages, like fully recorded, but they also mm-hmm. ripped ed- anything from YouTube. They ripped the audio up. There were songs on there that I was actually kind of like embarrassed of. I was like, oh, I can't believe you put this on here. But and yeah, and then I, I, I'll never forget because I had to perform that night. They had an amp and a mic set up in the backyard. Like and professional I went, stuff. Yeah, it was really good. And I went in my room really quick and practiced like five songs because I was like, I don't play my songs every day. And uh it was so much, <laughs> and, and the, the last the last story I'll share, as you can tell, I light up when I talk about this because it was so much right. fun. But after performing a song, I I led the I led a chant in Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> I got everybody to chant. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody else started it. I started it for myself, yeah. which shows you how much love I need. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, God. 
All right, John, you tied us up in terms of how many you have correct, but we're a question, right. you're a question ahead of us. So you're two for four now, yeah. and Eric and I are each two for three heading into number four. So, you know, at least in the Western world, one of the main songs that gets sung on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, I guess, technically, at the stroke of midnight, depending on mm-hmm. where you're at, uh, is Old Lang Syne. What does Old Lang Syne mean? Old Lang Syne, days gone by, <laughs> old math, or it's the name of a person. And for clarification, Old Lang Syne, the song, it's, it's, the first word is A-U-L-D, which is hilarious because mm-hmm. that's also American Ultimate Disc League, but it's pronounced old. <laughs> and the first choice is old as in O-L-D Lang Syne. Right. So that's the differentiation. I will take this opportunity to say that Real Big Fish does a really great cover of this song. It's, as expected, it's horns and it's kind of ska-like, but it's, I, I actually mm-hmm. put it on my Christmas uh, mix list that I've been listening to the last <laughs> couple of weeks, and it's super good. I think I know what I, I want to pick. I don't know, but I, I know what I want to pick. Yeah, I don't know this for sure, but what are you thinking, Erica? I, I think I know what I'm picking. I don't think it's the name of a person because it's like, should old acquaintance be forgot? So you're talking about like old acquaintances. So for that, it makes me lean to days gone by, like you're talking about the past. Yeah, and it's interesting because it, it does make me wonder if A-U-L-D, old, does mean old, but in the translation, mm-hmm. it's kind of like old old days, old days have passed. It roughly translates to days gone by. So that's what I, it sounds like we're both choosing days gone by. Yeah, that's what I'm choosing. All right. We're we're both choosing days gone by, John. And you are. Woo! Go us. Yeah. The song itself stems from the 1700s. It's actually not that old. Well, the poem was written in the seventeen in 1788, then it set to a more traditional Scots tune or Scottish tune. But the poem was written in Scots. So you're right. Oh. Old Lang Syne, A-U-L-D is old. And so it just basically means days gone by or the more literal translation is old long since. Oh, uh, old long since. Right. Wow. And, and in the chorus, you know, it's saying old lang sign, my dear. That's basically for the sake of old times, you know. Oh. It's basically reminiscing on should we think about the old times or should we move forward? Um, oh, and you know what? Yeah. When I was in England, I celebrated a New Year's there and they were straight singing that song. Like as we were like all walking back to the tube mm-hmm. or whatever, like th- it's bigger there. Like Yeah. I would guess the average American does not know the lyrics. I don't. They, they I, may not know the lyrics, but they definitely know the tune. They know they yeah. know the melody. They know the yeah. tune. And it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely representative of New Year's. But you wouldn't be walking down the street and hearing everybody Sing. singing it. Uh-huh. Which right. we should change. We should revolutionize. Right. This year. All three of us, let's commit right now to stepping out in the streets at midnight and singing it on a loop. I, there, there's five verses. Wow. We're going to have to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I, I feel like every episode I want to choose a John Knowledge Bomb. And I think this might be it because <laughs> I never really knew the meaning of that song. And now when I hear, should old acquaintance be forgot? You know, they're literally asking, should we move past or should we move to the future? And that's such a that's such a yeah. existential question. Right. And uh, and I'm, I'm going <laughs> to hear it differently from now on. All right. Nice work, John. So Eric and I just went three for four. You are two for four. You got to get this one right mm-hmm. to potentially tie. And right. it's th- this is the last question, right? On my birthday. All right. Last yep. one. All right. What do we got? Number five. Which of these is not something Kevin did on his 30th birthday scavenger hunt? So a little backstory. We, we had him go on a scavenger hunt and we called it the scavenger hunt. Instead of you take the cabin and you like, put Kevin into it. Scavenger hunt. Scavenger. 
<laughs> well, not everybody's reading the question, so yeah, I'm just making sure. True. It is true. It is true. So which of these is not something Kevin did on his 30th birthday scavenger hunt? A, dance to Bye 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 on a bus stop bench. Order a yummy-licious birthday shot at a local dive bar. Participate in a hot dog eating contest with a dog. Or film a documentary segment on the reproductive anatomy of ducks. Wow. I mean, that last one seems so specific <laughs> that I feel like that's something that he had to have done. But at the same time, how would he have known about the reproductive anatomy of ducks? <laughs> look, who, who, look who you're talking to. Come on. <laughs> I may not know anything about history, but don't you think I'd know about reproductive, reproductive anatomy of ducks? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely definitely see you uh, participate in a hot dog eating contest with a dog and probably lose. You can see that, but you can't see me knowing about anatomy of ducks. <laughs> no. What would you consider a yummy-licious birthday shot? <laughs> Something that tastes really great. It's yummy-licious. I get, I get, what is interesting is that, that's, mm. by definition, that sounds very uh, objective, right? Right. Uh, so what is, what is yummy-licious to me may be uh, the opposite of yummy-licious to, to you, John. Yeah, I mean, my favorite shot to give to people um, on their birthdays, you know, this is after they've well had quite a few drinks, is called a red herring. And it's just a shot of grenadine. Oh, that sounds so good. I, that is my favorite shot. I would take that. But but they don't know that. It's right. called the red herring. That's so brilliant. Did you make that up? And if you didn't, can you just say you did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you really no, make no, that I up? Did. Yeah, one night at the inn in Manchester. Oh, yes, that's the bar. I forget whose birthday it was, but. Oh, uh, that's the old towny bar at, at, at Manchester College where John and I met. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great, yeah. John. I'm going to do that. That's so clever. That would also make, that is, that does sound like a very yummy-licious shot, I will say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to feel like you didn't film the documentary segment. You're going to say, you're going to choose D, film a documentary segment on the reproductive anatomy of ducks, that I did not do that on my right. scavenger hunt. All right, exactly. John, that is incorrect. I, I did do that. Oh. Go ahead, Erica. What, 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 would you Would you care I, to... Uh, Elude us on the reproductive. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a very minimal amount. What, what's what's the correct answer, Erica? And then we'll get. <laughs> so yeah. So first, the correct answer is <laughs> he did not dance to bye 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 on a bus stop bench. That was a great choice, though, Erica. Because when I was reading through these, I was like, "Wow, nope, any yeah. of these sound doable." Well, go ahead. Explain explain what you explain what the scavenger hunt was, Erica, and then we'll do the rest. We had him, really it was a ploy to get him out and about so we could get the party set up. So we took him out and basically it was like clues. There were people that he knew in his life. We would meet up with them along the way. So like he had to play beer pong against two of our good friends in Torrance. And, mm -hmm. um, and some of them were just silly ones. So like the anatomy of ducks, that was a take on him. He used to film these little things called Kevin's Nature Corner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and it was like in his backyard or whatever. So we just decided, well, let's do a play on that. But we're going to make him talk about the ducks at Averill Park in San Pedro because we had just learned the fact that mm -hmm. ducks had corkscrew penises and it mm -hmm. sounded so awful and we were mm -hmm. appalled. And yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. We would watch these weird nature videos when we would hang out and have a few drinks. And like, I think there were there were some funny ones that had funny narration over them. I remember we, were, we would bust up at them. But yeah, they're. 
the uh, male reproductive organ of a duck is a corkscrew. And so so that's why I knew the anatomy of a duck. The Yummylicious birthday shot was the second, that was the first place we went. We had to go, I had to figure out that we had to go to the local dive bar and they gave me like a pineapple upside down shot cake or something like that. And it was super yeah. good. It was mostly, we put it in there just to embarrass him. Like he had to l- use those exact words. Like he yeah. had to go up and ask <laughs> for I had yummy licious I'd like a yummy licious birthday shot. And you know, I don't know. Th- thankfully it was a nice older lady and she thought it was hilarious. And so she, she ordered one up for me. I had to, I had to race against my parents' dog Penny in a hot dog eating contest that we 100% thought she would destroy me on, but I remember she didn't. I was like, mm-hmm. she was just sort of like casually eating it and I, I destroyed her. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah we were shocked. Let's see, yeah, and I didn't do the bye-bye-bye. Yeah, so that's what, got, that's what got me out of the house for the day so they could decorate. Then they brought me in and did the surprise party and I'm forever grateful for that. It was so much fun. It was a blast. Sounds like it. Uh, all right, well, Erica, good job on that quiz. John, you're not going to be able to yeah. win this one, but we do have one more nope. question to find out if Erica and I, Erica, and I are tied, right? We're three for four? I think so. Okay. So now we find out who wins between Eric and I. According to German and Eastern European superstition, what food should you eat to ring in the new year? Bratwurst, sauerkraut, bread, or apples? Do you know it, Erica? No, but I feel like I have heard this fact before, so I'm disappointed in myself. Did you have anything that jumped out at you? I do. Yeah, same with me, and I'm worried it's the same thing and that we're going to (laughs) tie. I know. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, one of us has to win. Um, Well, which one jumped out to you? Because I I already know which one jumped out to me. For me, it was sauerkraut. Yeah, same with me. And I don't know if... Maybe we we ate it as kids. Yeah, we. I hated sauerkraut. I, I think sauerkraut probably as an adult, I would like a little more if I... You know, when you put it on a hot dog with mustard, that's pretty good. Yes. But we like used sauerkraut to have to, and bratwurst? Mm. Yes, yeah, sauerkraut with Delicious. a piece of bratwurst at the same time. Perfect. But I remember we always had to either we, I guess we weren't forced to eat it by itself. We could have mixed it with whatever. But I just remember being like, what is, and my dad, we have, yeah. we, our last name is Schatz, which is German. And so my dad had a certain amount of pride in sauerkraut. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it was literally just like if we wanted to plop it on our plate, it was kind of like made specially for him, but we could have it. But it wasn't like we mixed it with anything. It was like you just set it on the plate yeah. and eat. But I liked it because I like sour things. Yeah, um, and so, your taste your yeah. taste buds are not as taste. refined as mine. <laughs> yeah, my taste buds don't work. So, <laughs> Erica, fun fact about Erica, take, take notes for if there's ever a quiz about Erica. She cannot smell. She was born without <laughs> a sense of smell. She so So as a result, because taste and smell are very uh, closely tied together. Mm-hmm. Her taste literally is not as refined as mine. <laughs> I, I, that, that was kind of a joke, but it's true. Um, she doesn't yeah. taste things as strongly, but she does still taste. You do still get the experience of that. Yeah, I do. Especially spicy food, I bet. Yes, I love spicy yeah, food that, too. That's actually probably like a superpower in some sorts. Like you can handle spicier food than, than probably me and other people. Well, so spice isn't a flavor. Oh, It's actually oh. just attacking your uh, pain receptors in your tongue. Re- okay, never mind yeah. about the knowledge bomb I had earlier. John, you just... <laughs> it's literally activating the pain receptors in your tongue. Yeah, and so it'll, you'll actually get desensitized, which is why people that like hot food will want to make it even hotter. Oh, my God. Because then that way they'll get that same sensation. You build It's like a drug. You, yeah. you build up a tongue. It is. It is. Yeah. It says, I think it was like it releases the dopamine or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So it literally gives you a, a little dopamine hit, and then you just want to up it. Mm-hmm. 
it, I have not heard of anybody's life being ruined by spicy food addiction, but, <laughs> but that is, that is pretty fascinating. That is, that is, that is super interesting. Well, the, the next day is usually ruined. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to lock in sauerkraut. Is that what you're doing, Erica? Are you going to? I'm locking in sauerkraut. All right. How do we do, yeah. John? All yeah. right. We tied. We Good job. Yep. Virtual handshake. It, it is sauerkraut. It's presumed that, you know, eating sauerkraut at the beginning of the new year will bring wealth to you. You know, and this is something that, you know, made its way over to the U.S. from Germany and Eastern Europe with the Pennsylvania Dutch, which I've got connections to f- from my mom's side of the family. Yeah, going so back. We. Yeah, I mean, and and just like you guys growing up, my mom would have sauerkraut and just be on, like a side, which mm-hmm. I actually like as a side. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, great job, everyone. So Erica yeah. and I tied and we both beat John. <laughs> <laughs> a big thank you to my sister, Erica, for putting that yes, quiz together. You. We were thinking maybe, and, and how fun that we both had a sibling on and not just a sibling, but a sister mm-hmm. on. We've had Dr. Documentary and we're going to, I don't know what our nickname for Erica is going to be, but uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out as time goes on. Yeah. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this, Erica. And I, you know, yeah. me, yeah. me, especially, I'm, I'm not saying that I appreciate you more than John, but maybe I do because I'm your brother <laughs> and that makes sense that I should appreciate you more than John does. Um, yeah. But, it was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to make, a lot of fun to be on with you guys today. I know I've said nice things about Erica already, but I'll take this public forum as a chance to say how grateful I am to have a sister as wonderful as Erica. She's my big sister. She's oh. always been so sweet to me from the day I was born. She, My parents tell stories about how much she just loved little baby Kevin and she really is my like, she she probably knows me more I don't know, not probably, she knows me more than any human being on the planet and I'm really grateful <laughs> to have Erica as my sister from day one. I'm very oh, grateful, very lucky. One. Thank you. Alright, well happy new year to the two people who are immediately hearing me and happy new year to each listener who's listening and has supported us. Yes. We're, we are very excited coming into the new year to be continuing this podcast and growing our audience and growing our connection with you because that's what this is all about. We appreciate uh, being close with you by sharing sharing these quizzes and our stories with you. Yeah. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast in your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars from Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. What would you consider a yummy-licious birthday shot?